0: Hello and welcome to Childless Not By Choice. This podcast was created for and about the Childless Not By Choice community on a global level. Before we get started, I would like to thank my sponsors and supporters. Thank you Morgan Air Conditioning, sales, service and installation, serving Tampa, Florida and the surrounding areas. Morgan Air Conditioning can be reached by calling 813 813- 5007765 That's 8135007765 or their web address is www.morganair.net That's www.morganair.net Along with a stellar business reputation in the Tampa Florida area Morgan Air Conditioning is also known and well received for giving back to the community, whether it is back-to-school drives or donating services to the less fortunate. Thank you, Morgan Air Conditioning, for recognizing the vision of Childless Not By Choice and being a part of it. Next, I would like to thank Alba Digital Media for creating my website, www.childlessnotbychoice.net. That's www.childlessnotbychoice.net and for producing this podcast. Alba Digital Media's clients include those who need website building and maintenance, as well as those, like myself, who require professional podcast editing. Their client base reflects many industries and levels of needs for professional assistance. To contact Alba Digital Media for your web building and podcast production needs, visit www.albadigitalmedia.com. That's www.albadigitalmedia.com Thank you, Alba Digital Media, for making me look good and sound good. Finally, I would like to thank Devoted, the musical duo who created my theme music. Thank you, Devoted, for your beautiful music. Devoted has had the opportunity to sing and play in many countries. To contact Devoted for your music needs, visit DevotedMinistries at gmail.com. That's DevotedMinistries at gmail.com. And if you would like to become a one-time or ongoing sponsor, or if you would like to become a patron of Childless Not By Choice, please contact me at civilla at civillamorgan.com. That's civilla at civillamorgan.com for details. Now, on to the show. Well, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Childless Not By Choice, where my mission is to recognize and speak to the broken hearts of childless not-by-choice women and men around the world. Savilla Morgan here. I am spreading the great news that we can live a joyful, relevant, and fulfilled life, although we could not, did not, Have the children we so wanted. Well, getting started here, I would like to thank my Patreon contributor. Patreon contributors are those who have taken an interest in my platform, whether they fit the childless, not by choice demographic or not. They have decided to contribute a certain dollar amount on a regular basis to help fund my dream of creating awareness and conversation for and about the Childless Not By Choice community globally. Click the Patreon link for details and to become a patron. To become a Patreon patron. It's www.patreon.com forward slash childless not by Thank you so much, Jordan Morgan, for your patronage. It is truly appreciated. Once again, thanks, Jordan. Well, before we get started here, please note this episode contains mature content. So just giving you a couple of minutes <laughs> to find the mute button or to um, whatever it is that you're listening on. Just mute if you have other uh People in the room that don't necessarily need to hear what we're about to discuss. Because, welcome to episode 83, Infertility and STDs, Sexually Transmitted Diseases. I decided to do an episode on this subject matter after hearing about this issue on one of my favorite podcasts, I was shocked to find out that a historical figure they mentioned had contracted a sexually transmitted disease and that this person's wife had several pregnancy losses before eventually having a couple of healthy children. I will not mention the names of these people because this episode is not about them. The, uh, this episode is for and about the families affected by, and most probably not even aware that, STDs are why the miscarriages and other physical issues are happening. Please know that I am not condemning anyone. I am simply creating awareness. I want you to know the facts so that you know how to take next steps, how to speak with your spouse and to your doctors in an educated manner. In fact, I am discussing this issue so that you are not possibly just spinning your wheels wondering why you're not getting pregnant, wondering why you're having miscarriage after miscarriage. And and again, it doesn't even have to be about an STD, but if you didn't know that there was a connection, how would you know it's not that? So that's what this is all about. Honestly, my heart broke as I heard about this family, and my heart broke as I did the research for this episode. The the statistics... (laughs) at least to me, were earth-shattering. I mean, can you imagine a woman not realizing the reason she may not be conceiving or the reason she may be miscarrying could be due to an STD? How very, very sad. Yet another possible speed bump on the journey towards the chance of having a child for those of you who are still trying. But as the saying goes, knowledge is power. When you obtain the knowledge, then there is the possibility of a fix, an adjustment, to zig instead of zag. So yes, knowledge is power. So let's jump right into the subject at hand. After hearing of the plight of the aforementioned family, I started researching the possibility of STDs creating problems for those attempting to get pregnant to start a family. And this is the first thing I found in my Google search. Quote, chlamydia and gonorrhea are important preventable causes of pelvic inflammatory disease, PID, and infertility. Untreated, about 10 to 15% of women with chlamydia will develop PID. Chlamydia can also cause fallopian tube infection without any symptoms. Most women infected with chlamydia or gonorrhea have no symptoms, unquote. Imagine that. As I continued my research, I went to the WHO website, World Health Organization website, and according to the WHO, here are some key facts from their media center site. Be sure to go to the media center site. Be sure to go to their, their website in general. And remember, check out the show notes because everything that I'm discussing here and now will be in the show notes. Show notes are so important. I know that 99% of um, of podcasters use show notes and and find them very, very important. And that's because if you're driving right now, and you want a website, or you want to go back and check something out. And if I had no show notes for any of this information, you would be starting your research from scratch. But fortunately, for you, (laughs) I have put all of the links to every research, all of the research I've done, all of my notes are in the show notes. So please check out the show notes when you listen to um, every episode, actually, I think just about every episode, except maybe the first 10, maybe because those came from a radio show format. All of my episodes have show notes, please check them out. So according to the WHO um, media center site, here are some um, some facts. And these are all bullet point facts that I, I pulled from their website. First, they say more than 1 million sexually transmitted infections, STIs, are acquired every day worldwide. 1 million. Every day. Every single day. Next, each year there are an estimated 357 million new infections with one of four STIs coming from chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, and trichomoniasis. I've tried practicing that word. (laughs) Trichomoniasis. (laughs) You got it. It's in the show notes. (laughs) It's spelled T-R-I-C-H-O-M-O-N-I-A-S-I-S. In fact, I even went to YouTube to listen to how it's pronounced, and I still didn't get it. So there you go. But the important fact here is that each year... There are an estimated 357, 357 million new infections. I mean, that's a lot of people every year. I'm still stuck on 1 million every day worldwide. Anyway, point number three. More than 500 million people are estimated to have genital infection with herpes simplest Simplex virus HSV, which is often also known as HSV, tongue-tied today. More than 500 million people are estimated to have genital infection with herpes simplex virus, HSV. 500 million people. Next point, more than 290 million women have a human papillomavirus virus which is also known as HPV, you may recognize that term, HPV. More than 290 million women have it, the human papillomavirus infection. Next, the majority of STIs have no symptoms or only mild symptoms that may not be recognized as an STI. Let me repeat that. The majority of STIs have no symptoms or only mild symptoms that may not be recognized as an STI. I mean, I believe that's why many women do not realize that they why they keep miscarrying. Honestly, that's my opinion. I could be wrong. That's amazing. The majority of STIs have no symptoms or only mild symptoms that may not be recognized as an STI. Next point, STIs such as HSV type 2 and syphilis can increase the risk of HIV acquisition. That's, I mean, I, it's, it's one of the bullet points here. We are talking about infertility, but I just wanted to make sure that, you know, this is, it's, it can be part of the equation, so that's probably why they have it here. STIs such as HSV type 2 and syphilis can increase the risk of HIV acquisition. Now, the next two bullet points are why we are here today. Listen to this. Over 900,000 pregnant women were infected with syphilis resulting in approximately 350,000 adverse birth outcomes, including stillbirths, in 2012. Over 900,000 pregnant women were infected with syphilis, resulting in approximately 350,000 adverse birth outcomes, including stillbirth, in 2012. Now you see why I'm so heartbroken. The next bullet point. In some cases, STIs can have serious reproductive health consequences beyond the immediate impact of the infection itself. For example, infertility or mother-to-child transmission. I mean, just those two bullet points, all of these bullet points are just, they're just knocking me for a loop. But these two, probably because this is a podcast, a platform about infertility and childlessness, not by choice, these two bullet points just threw me. I mean, we do have about 7 billion people on the planet. That is a lot of people. But to me, these numbers are still high. They're still high. They're just It's just too many people, too many affected people. And it looks like the last numbers were from 2012. So they're a little old, but that's what they currently have on the website. I don't even know if I want to know what they are now. What's that, five years later now? And then the final bullet point on here, drug resistance, especially for gonorrhea, is a major threat to reducing the impact of STIs worldwide. Drug resistance, especially for gonorrhea, is a major threat to reducing the impact of STIs worldwide. So basically, the this illness, this um, disease, gonorrhea, is so strong that it has become drug resistant. And I've heard that about that for many years, so still, I guess they haven't figured out a new drug to to try to fight it. Hopefully they're working on it. I would imagine that they are. They, (laughs) you know, the medical community. But if gonorrhea is so drug resistant that it's a major threat to reducing the impact of STIs worldwide, then what do you do? What can you do to personally protect yourself from being one of these statistics? Now, what? Well, let me say this. Your sexual health, just like any other aspect of your health, is quite important. It's very important. Um, I know that depending on where in the world you are, some of you have more management over your lives than others, especially women. But whatever you can do to protect yourself, please do so. Please do so. Because everybody's doing what they feel is best for themselves. And as a woman, do the best that you can for you. There are so many different avenues I can go down with this. I will, I will not. Uh, many of you know that I am a Christian, so I have my own personal Christian beliefs. But, you know, even, even so, that's not why I'm here. Because I know that I have listeners from all over the world. And I know that I have listeners with different beliefs. And so I'm not here to get into an argument. Nobody's going to tell me how to manage my life. And I'm certainly not going to tell you how to manage yours. But I will tell you, advise you to do the best you can for yourself. Do the best you can for you. Uh, Next, have a heart to heart with your spouse whether it is on this subject matter or infertility in general, really, make sure you are both on the same page when it comes to next steps. Being able to do this protects both of you from false expectations. Bottom line, communication is key. And it does not make sense. Let me just be blunt. It does not make sense for only one of you to get checked if you decide that that's what needs to be done. Both of you have to get checked. And um, finally, again, continue your research on your own. I've put all the links here, you may be able to do additional research. Um, Only you can decide what your final decision will be if you find out that this is what the issue is. And if you if you find out this is not the issue, that's wonderful. But It's how you broach the subject in the beginning with your spouse that will help you at the end of this research if you find that that wasn't an issue. So (laughs) what am I trying to say? Approach the issue carefully and with wisdom. Use wisdom. And um, hopefully you find that that's not the issue. But if you find this is the issue, then you know, you approached it with wisdom in the beginning, and then you can make your decision as as to next steps. Because as I said, you're the only one that can do that. The bottom line, what I'm trying to get across is I just want you to be safe, as safe as you possibly can be. Do the right thing by yourself. There's nothing selfish about um, wanting to protect your life. And These diseases, these are like dread diseases. You may not necessarily die from them, although some people have because due to lack of care, lack of medication. Um, But you don't necessarily have to. I believe that if you find out that you're dealing with this and you find out from your doctor next steps, then you can take care of yourself. And if you do end up having children like this family that I discussed in the beginning did, they did end up having children but before they ended up having healthy beautiful children they had uh i think one or two miscarriages and um a stillbirth and the thinking is was because one of the parties had an std so do what you do what's best do the right thing by yourself and uh do the right thing if you end up getting pregnant you don't want mother to child um, transmission or transference. So do what is best, do what the doctors tell you to do. And have the knowledge, have do the research, continue your research, don't let, don't let this episode be your final and only research, continue doing research. And um, if you find it's not you, then at least you have the knowledge. Uh, if you find this is not your issue, I should say, uh, then you have the knowledge. And maybe you can spread that knowledge with others. So either way, you win. You'll win if you find out it's not you. And you win if you find out, you know, unfortunately, if it is you, that you know how to take the next steps, discuss with your doctor, um, make sure both of you get checked and just just do the right thing. Bottom line. So I truly hope that, that anyone listening, is this is not <laughs> going to be a part of your story, your history. But at least you now now know that this is a possibility because honestly, I, I had no idea. Um, some of you may find me naive. I, it's okay. Call me naive. I just had no idea there was a connection. If I had known, I would have done, a, done an episode a long time ago. I just did not know the connection. And so as we continue on when I find things out that i that I, I know uh, could affect the childless not by choice community, I will do an episode on it. And um, it, I may even bring in a a, a uh, medical professional so that we can discuss this more in depthly for a future episode. So um never you fear this um anything is open to discussion and becoming an episode when it comes to, the child is not by choice community, because I want us to be knowledgeable. I want us to be in the know. I don't want us to be, like I said before, spinning our wheels like a vehicle stuck in mud or stuck in snow. You can see the tire just spinning around and the vehicle is going nowhere. We don't need to do that. Knowledge is indeed power. So once again, check out the show notes for all the links to all the research that I did. There's also one or two uh, links there for um, stories of note. I try to articles of note. I try to add an article or two after every episode. Um, or in the in the show notes for each episode, I should say, just so you can see what stories are making their way around the world about the childless, not by choice demographic. Some of them are just plain silly. Some of them are sad, <laughs> you know, because it's 2018 and people are still, you know, asking questions at That are none of their business, or asking questions of a woman in leadership that they would not ask of a man in leadership, etc., etc., etc. So, check out the articles of interest. And of course, if you want to get in contact with me, my contact information is in the show notes, always in the show notes. The web address www.childlessnotbychoice.net or SavellaMorgan.com. contact me on Facebook at Books by Savilla Morgan. If you are a childless, not by choice woman, the Facebook group is Childless Not by Choice with Sevilla Morgan. There is also a supporters group, Childless Not by Choice Supporters with Sevilla Morgan. The difference between the two groups is that the supporters group is open to anyone, whether or not they're childless, not by choice. And it's just a way for people who do not meet the demographic uh, to still be involved and to see what's going on in the platform. It is also open to men who are childless, not by choice. So there are men on uh, in that group who are childless, not by choice. But over on the website, childlessnotbychoice.net is a whole community. These groups that I just mentioned, these are just platforms or Facebook groups, and I will keep them open. And I do engage in those groups on a regular basis, always posting fresh content, always making changes and updates. So they're not stale or stagnant groups, but the community is going on over on the website, childlessnotbychoice.net. Over there, you can listen to any episode, any podcast episode, including this one. Um, you may read blogs written by guest bloggers or by myself. Guest bloggers are members of the community and of the groups only. And you may um, check out the support um, group. There's a supporters um, group on their platform so that in, in the community, if you are a childless, not by choice woman who married a man with children. There's a stepmothers group in the community. There is a. There are forums also. So there are forums set up for people who are single and childless, people who are only children and childless. There are different forums and groups set up over there. There's a health and wellness group. And uh there's a book group, so if you know of a great book that the childless not by choice community needs to read, you go into that group and you post the information and pretty sure pretty soon we will be um linking our group over to Amazon so a lot of great things coming, and in the meantime, a lot of great things happening in the community. If you want to take a course, there's a course tab if you want to learn how to better create um kind but firm boundaries that course is available that's a paid course but i think it's very inexpensive for the content that you get and uh there are books available there is a 31-day devotional it's either in hard copy form or ebook form it's a dollar less if you buy the ebook and uh what else do we have we have tons of things going on over there there's a resources tab so on the resources tab, you can get the number for the suicide hotline. God forbid, but the numbers are there internationally and nationally, and um, there that that information will be updated all the time. There are there's content there for people who are elderly, or becoming elderly and childless. Thanks to one of the wonderful women in the on the platform who provided that information. Um, There's all kinds of information on the website. It's not just a website. And this platform is not just a childless, not by choice platform. We have a lot going on, and we just want you to come and join the conversation. Um, If you're childless, not by choice, there's a place for you. If you are not childless, not by choice, there's a place for you, because that's what this whole platform is all about. So thanks again for listening. Thanks for joining the conversation. Thanks for reaching out. Thanks for um, going to iTunes and leaving me a review. And uh, thanks for spreading the news with your friends and family all around the world. It is truly appreciated. Until next time, bye.